New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. Good morning, and welcome to Mr. Talking Shit. I'm Reverend Z, as my host, Reverend Briz, is off uh, taking care of some business. So I'm here with you today as we begin to explore the world of uh, sight and sound we call Ministers Talking Shit. And so I trust everyone is having a great day today and uh, got all kinds of things to to explore. want to say good morning to Wayne and uh, trust all is well with you, sir. And so just, just get right into it. And so I know a lot of you, if not all of you, have been uh, watching the Supreme Court justice hearings, which ended yesterday. And and uh, I must say, I've never seen a set of adults acting more childlike than I did while I was watching that uh, watching that 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 hearing. I mean the way they wouldn't allow uh, allow the candidate to speak they they I mean it was really childlike and that says a lot of this is the Congress this is the people that are running the government and 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 I don't know it, it, it leaves a lot to be desired I want to say good morning Linda how are you uh and and uh, if anyone has any comments on this um on this hearing, if you saw any of it, if you read anything about it, I'd love to hear your comments and your input on it. Because, you see, you, there were three or four senators, and uh, they harped on this whole idea of uh, of the child pornography. Now, some say that, you know, that fed into the QAnon uh, conspiracy, and so they laid heavily into that, and they brought that up, you know, it seems like for, that was the only thing they talked about during the whole hearing, but but it wasn't. And and there was some good substance as to how she would rule on cases, how she interpreted the law, and how she would serve as a Supreme Court justice. Um, and and the funny thing, or one of the funny things about this is that a lot of the guys that were I mean, just badgering her, voted for her for other positions as she moved up her 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 ranks, if you will, as in being a judge. And so, I mean, I, I don't know 
how you get behind these 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 leaders who I mean Senator Cruz they asked him to say you know can you let her answer the question he said no I'm not going to let her answer the question I mean it's it's like that's not that's like kindergarten um you know give me the toys kind of attitude and and here you are trying to vet someone who's going to be on the Supreme Court so I uh, but I I I I uh, applaud uh, Cory Booker who stood up and gave a, a a great comment about how she was a, a strong candidate and and how as a black woman in this country what she represented and how she presented herself uh, under this tough tough badgering. Um, so now it's it's uh, up to the vote. I think the vote is going to be April 4th, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And so we have a few days to see how this all turns out. The next, what, uh, uh, two Fridays from now, I think that is. No, uh, uh, on the 4th, actually, that'll be a week from Monday. A week from Monday. So let's see how that goes. And, uh, and, and again... It brings up a point that we, I think last week or week before last, we talked about leadership and, you know, looking at it from, from a place of how as a leader, even if you're vetting someone to confirm, which we do want, we want to know if a person is qualified or not. And we want to have some idea of their opinions on how they were ruled. But we also want to be humane about it. We also want to be, uh, uh, articulate about it and not get into to events like we are on the playground in kindergarten where we, you know, almost revert to calling names. So let's see what happens. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Now, of course, Reverend Briz is not here today, so he won't say this, that, that, that uh, he's uh, getting involved into one of his, his sports, learning events, if you will, but we are down, ladies and gentlemen, to the Sweet 16, and and half of the teams played last night, and so uh, we lost two number ones, uh, Gonzaga lost and Arizona lost, and so it's going to be interesting to see what happens today. We have the Cinderella darling of the tournament, St. Peter's, out of uh, Jersey City, a number 15 seed going up against Purdue, a number three seed. And I'm excited about the games today. We got, you know, we got St. Peter's and Purdue. We have Kansas and, and Providence. There's Iowa State and University of Miami. Um, and I forget the other game. Oh, the other game is is, is University of North Carolina and uh, UCLA. So it's going to be some good basketball today. Um, so if you're a basketball fan, it's it, it's going to start at five mountain time. And, and we're going to see some good basketball. There was some good basketball last night. All the games were close. And the thing to remember, or the thing I love about, uh, about this March Madness and this competition for these college basketball players is that you, you really get a glimpse of what – the word determination and motivation and inspiration looks like in live color because these young men 
are and 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 for the young women too because I and I I would be remiss if I did not make the statement that uh it is the women's final for and I think they're playing into the 16 starting today so their their tournament is well underway um and so we'll highlight them uh next week well yeah next week because we'll we'll be down to the final four um for all teams and so uh, uh sweet eight eight yeah so it's going to be it's going to be great but but what i love about these competitions like this is that we get a chance to see the 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 will of the human spirit what happens when we are able to focus and come together as a team and work together towards a common uh, outcome um i think it is one of the greatest examples of what you can do as a group of people from different backgrounds with different ideas and come together to achieve a common outcome. And I'm saying outcome as opposed to goal. I heard something yesterday uh, and I have to go get the exact articulation uh, where a young man, uh, he has a podcast, an ex-football player, I uh, wish I could remember the name right now, but he made this statement about goals where he said, you know, he likes to think outside the box of goals because it doesn't for him. And I and, and I apologize for not having the exact words, but the sentiment was it doesn't provide enough uh, forward thinking. It's, it's, it's get to a point and stop almost. And he's like, that kind of puts a limit or cap on what you're able to do or what you're striving to do. And if you leave the door open, uh, his opinion is you get a better outcome. And and nobody is displaying that more than University of St. Peter's. Um, they are, I think, uh, only out of a handful of 15 seeds, which is the lowest seed you can get that made it to the Sweet 16. Now, if they get past today, which will be a tall order, but I think they can do it. But if they get past, they'll be the first team in the history of the NCAA tournament to get to the Sweet, I meant the uh, Elite Eight. So um, that is going to be an interesting uh, story to watch. Um, and so... Uh, you know, uh, uh, Linda put this up about she did a. I didn't see it. She put a flashback on me on that hearing, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, those words speak for themselves. I, 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 I'll let you just read them and take them in because they speak for themselves. And thank you, Linda, for that because again, when we look at we look at the leadership that takes place uh, in basketball or sports. And and one of the one of the key leadership things they have there that's that people I'm sure are hoping for is that Duke, which won last night with Coach K, he won his 100th basketball tournament game, and he's won over 1,200 games in his career. He's been a coach there for 42 years. He's 75 years old. Now, when you look at that, it's it's a great uh, testimony to leadership to think about how many young men's lives he's affected in 42 years that he's been able to stay relevant as the young folks say 
to coach and lead and guide and discipline and all the things that comes along with being a coach, kids that are old enough to be his grandkids, and some of them maybe even his great-grandkids. So let's take a, a page from, from sports, specifically college sports, and what leadership and determination and motivation and teamwork looks like, what that looks like. And now, so and 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 now as we, we take that leadership thing out to the next level, we look at what happened yesterday in the meeting with NATO. Yesterday, President Biden uh was uh in Brussels and they met in NATO to kind of work through the uh situation in Ukraine. And and um so today he's going to go to Poland. And so it's going to be interesting as we continue to see the, the human carnage and just the lack of, of, of appreciation for humanity that is being displayed by Russia um, on just killing innocent people. I just heard this morning that, that there was this theater in Maripopa and that had like thousands of people in. I'm not sure the number. I heard hundred thousands, but that seemed a bit much for a theater, but they bombed it. And I heard like 300 people lost their lives. Uh, and, and it's clear that they're not military personnel. And so um, it's going to be interesting to see how we play this card um, associated with this war. Um, you know, NATO members are, are sending anti-tank missiles and, and aircraft missiles there. And and uh, Zelensky says he needs a thousand a day. Right. Um, but, you know, there is there is a, a spirit. There is a fight. There is a determination in the Ukrainian people. That is, I mean. From the stories that have been told, Putin thought this war would be over in three to six days. We're, we're, we're heading into the second month now. And, you know, there's this, this story, there's this saying that say, how often has a smaller force vanquished a larger force? How often? Well, this looks like it may be one of those times to add to that often time because the Ukrainians are putting up a tremendous, um, uh, front, if you will, to protect their country, to protect their people. Um, I mean, this thing has spread over and, we you know, we, we're in like almost 4 million refugees have have been displaced. Almost 4 million, about three and a half, probably a little more than three and a half million people have fled Ukraine, according to the data now. And it could be more, it could be, you know, because everybody is trying to get out of harm's way. And so that's going to be uh, something to continue to watch um, as we move forward into to, to the spring. And, and, you know, we hope that this thing uh, has a, a great resolution as, 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 as great as can be expected, given the, the carnage that is taking place right now. But the last story that I wanted to really tap into, and, 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 and I would love everyone to chime in if you have anything to say you know we started the story off this morning with with the supreme court uh hearings and 
lo and behold, I'm sitting there watching. And then I see this flash that Clarence Thomas's wife was 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 pushing for the uh, the unfair elections for Trump and saying that we should make a recall because it was the illegal election. And I'm like, I mean, they giving Katanji Brown, I mean, J Brown Jackson, all of this stuff, and rightly so, they need to vet it. But here's a Supreme Court judge whose wife, and her, he's not, she's not the judge, but I'm sure she has a great influence on him. Uh, and that was mentioned way back when and she is fighting or was fighting to call for an illegal election. And that just, I, I, I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, they are gets more and more that is going to unfold as we continue this week. And, and the question is going to be what kind of influence and they'll go and look at the records. What kind of influence do they think she may have had on cases or, or on a case that he may sit on that's pertaining to January 6th? Um, and she, you know, she even went to Mark Meadows and asked him to push the issue. So this will be another good conversation to understand what's going on with the January 6th, you know, illegal election and and that whole fiasco um, about how we run this country again. We're back down the leadership. We're back down the leadership and 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 beginning to um, really, I would say, question. And now, from a spirit, spiritual perspective, we know one of the first things that happens when you are in a leadership position is you look for how to create an environment where everyone can self-actualize. I don't care what kind of leadership position you're in. If you're leading people, whether it's in, in government, whether it's in your family, whether it's on a sport team, whether it's in a corporation, the key goal of the leader is how do I create an environment? How do I open up lines of communication that allow this team, however small or however big, to work at an optimal level and for everyone to operate at their finest. To operate at their finest. Now, and now how do we do that? We have to honor people. We have to respect people. We have to allow for disagreements without being disagreeable or without resorting to violence when, when we don't get our way. And so that is uh, um, is 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 where we are focusing, and what we need to continue to focus on in all areas of our lives now. Uh, you know, because we need leadership not only in government and sports, but in education and in medicine and in and in uh, uh, science and and all these areas that work together to create one global perspective which at the at the at the at the fine point is how do we 
sustain our homeland, right? People are fighting over borders between Russia and Ukraine. We have a bigger homeland, which is the planet, and we should all be working together to make this place as safe and responsive and as cared for as we can create that mutual relationship. Um, so, so that's going to, that's going to be something that we really need to begin, um, to, to, to incorporate within our everyday thinking. And the last thing I want to bring up because it's, it's near and dear to my heart is that, um, the Great Barrier Reef in Australia, and if you're a scuba diver or if you're into, you know, the ocean and, and its place in the planet, uh, is suffering its sixth mass bleaching event uh, due to heat stress, which is caused by climate change. Um, and I can tell you, uh, it's been some while, it's been a while ago, it's maybe 20 years ago that I did some diving on the Great Barrier Reef. And I was, I was literally shocked to look at the reef. It was bleached out. It was, it was, it was devoid of any colorful or, or uh, abundant life, which is the, 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 the purpose, if you will, of a, of a, of a reef. The reefs are like uh, fisheries or, or nurseries, if you will, for sea life between the coral and the, and the crustaceans and the different types of uh, aquatic life that keep reefs pumping out life. And now they're saying that we're on the sixth mass bleaching. And now the reef is big. Let's not, let's not get it twisted. But at some point we have to begin to um, figure this out. Because coral reefs and 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 rainforests and these places that are dense with diversity and 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 all this teeming life, as we continue to destroy or let it be destroyed, we begin to compromise our home. There are certain animals. There are certain planktons. There are certain crustaceans and things that are needed for specific what seem to be small things to keep the planet going, that when they leave the planet, they're gone. Now, we know we're resilient enough here to, to make some changes, but that may take some time, and time may not be on our side as we continue to, to not care for our home. Uh, and so, you know, when we look at where we are today, that is the key thing that we... we um, we must we, we we must protect the planet, and the planet has no nationalistic lines or cultural lines or racial lines. It doesn't have any of that. It has one thing that is our lives in its hand. And if we do not, if we do not take the time to learn, study, and activate, uh this idea of unity, this idea of, of togetherness, this idea of cooperation, we'll continue to see uh, news stories like we do, um, where, you know, you can, you can have 
the highest leadership in the country um, try and belittle and berate uh, a person that we've put up to help rule and, and govern the company, country rather, or, or, or we can have a Supreme Court justice wife who's talking to, you know, White House chief of staff and encouraging him to continue the big lies they sometimes call it of, of an unfair election and or we can we can continue to see the craziness that is going on in Ukraine at the hands of Russia which you know the question really becomes if we don't stop them at Ukraine do they have another target in mind will they go after Lithuania or Slovenia you know some of these smaller uh, NATO countries. Now, NATO say they'll jump in at that point, but the momentum could be a little late. Uh, and so um, there we have it. There we have it. And and so, you know, my 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 charge, my challenge to 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 the audience here is: what can we, and what are you willing to do? Because I know everyone's capable of doing something, but the question becomes, what are you willing to do to help create a better environment for any of these issues we talked about today or any issues, period, that are that are undermining the safety, the coherency, and the and 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 the ability to sustain what we call home in the coming days, in the coming weeks, years, decades. Depends on where you are on that spectrum. But but we, we, we here on Minister's Talking Shit, we, we like to bring up these ideas for you to think about them. That's what this program is geared for. It is geared for you to um, take the hard questions, look at the hard issues, and begin to say what can be done by myself, and then if it spreads out, what can we do to create this world that works for everyone? That we that 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 allow people to disagree but not be disagreeable and, and, and resort to violence and death to, to, to be able to question a person with integrity, as Linda said somewhere here, to, to be able to to uh disagree with an idea or have a person explain their ideas without uh, berating them and to begin to look at our complete planet, the climates, the ecosystems, whether it's in the water or in the air and, and begin to understand that there is a, a symbiotic relationship between us and this planet and that what we do to the planet, we also do to ourselves. And when we can awaken to that, wow, we are going to be making some headlines, different types of headlines, not the ones we talked about today. We're going to be talking about headlines of, of, of great discoveries and, and, and great uh, examples of communication and reconciliation and all these things coming together to make us look at life for what it is, a precious, precious gift, a jewel that we have call life. And so uh, I'm just I'm just excited 
to witness this happening because I know it is. There's enough people. There's a groundswell of 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 uh, individuals who are who are an awakening to this idea. And, and and these tragedies that we see like going on in Ukraine are continually awakening people to say somehow we've gotten off track and we got to get back on. And so with that, I'm just happy to say happy Friday. Have a great weekend. If you're into basketball, go and watch some men's or women's or both. If you have the time, final, uh, the Sweet 16 going on and, and, and enjoy yourself. Look at teamwork in its finest. Look at working together and, and, and communication at its finest. And uh, that's all I got. And I would just say, find your place in the band of humanity and play your song. And so with that, peace and blessings. Have a great day. We out. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.